This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hey, Out on the Lanai listeners, uh, just a quick note about today's episode. This is from our recent live show. Live. Live show at uh, the Nerdist showroom at Meltdown Comics here in Los Angeles. Um, So, you know, it's a live show. There are some visual things going on, some clips of the show. Uh, You know, we... Nothing that we, you guys probably wouldn't be able to follow because we did a pretty good job of explaining everything as it went along. But just in case you feel a little lost, just, you know, stick with us because we love you. Yes, yes. So there are some visual elements. Hopefully you guys will forgive us for. But we we still think it came out pretty good. And we posted photos from pretty much everything that we mentioned. And so. we want to thank everybody that came out to the show. It was a great time here mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. It was nearly sold out, which yeah. is awesome. Um, and we want to thank, of course, Meltdown Comics and Nerdist for having that showroom and giving us a space to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, Elliot Glazer, mm-hmm. Johnny McGovern, and Lenora Claire, all great guests on the show. And also Mitch Bishop, who helped us with recording the podcast. Um, so it was a, it was definitely a group effort in yes. getting everybody on board. And Carrie made delicious cheesecake. Thank you. Homemade delicious yep. cheesecake. Yep. Um, and if you guys like the podcast or like the live show and like the recording that we've done and you want to hear it maybe sound better or maybe even see it in your town, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate to give us a little love because we don't make any money from doing this and we want to make it as great and wonderful as possible for you. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have to be a big amount, you know. You know, 20 people, throw us five bucks here or there. Like, every dollar counts. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, let's get on to the live show. It was awesome. The live show, I'm sweating already. Miami, Miami, you got style. Picture it, 2015 Los Angeles. Please welcome to the stage the hosts of Out on the Lanai, H. Allen Scott and Carrie Doherty. Oh, wow. This is so real. This is so real. I love it. I love it. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. Such a crowd. You know, a couple days ago, I was like, no one's going to come. I know. And we were posting about it all over Twitter and Instagram, just crying that it was going to be the two of us and like a few friends that we bribed to come with cheesecake. Did everybody have cheesecake? You get some cheesecake? Oh, good. You know, that's homemade by those. Homemade, guys. It's really easy, as it turns out. Cream cream cheese, sugar, eggs, vanilla extract. Um, That's what you're in a graham cracker crust. (laughs) Applaud for vanilla extract. Applaud for vanilla extract. And her boyfriend, Stan, we call him Stan on the podcast um, because we will not reveal his real name. He, He was eating it out of the bowl, right? What you, I feel like you should, maybe should have discussed this with him before you were going to reveal that fact about I'm him. I'm going to reveal a lot that of more facts That he was eating the him. raw 
cream cheese filling out of the bowl. How many of you do that? Yeah. It's okay. You don't need to be ashamed. Yeah. Um, Guys, welcome to the second live Out on the Lanai podcast taping. How many of you um, listen to the podcast? Round of applause. Round of applause. applause. Round of applause. Hands are hard to see in back. And how many of you are familiar? Well, I'm not going to ask that. How many of you have never seen an episode of The Golden Girls? By applause. Don't be afraid. Oh, that's sweet. You are going to make so many friends tonight. You really are. And if not, you're just going to have to. Um, Well, guys, Out on the Lanai, if you're not familiar, is a podcast. Um, It's the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever really going to need to listen to. Because it's probably the only one. But if there were others, it should be the only one that you choose to listen to. Yes. And it's a podcast where we invite a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it. It's very, very simple. It's a simple premise. It's a very simple premise. It's like mystery science theater for senior citizens. It's a, yeah. yeah. It's a simple premise, much like Memento. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. So we started this podcast uh, almost a year ago. We started with season one, episode one. We are going chronologically. So, I mean, we're in this for the long haul. We're going to be doing this until 2074. We're going to be doing this until, until we are well into the ages that these ladies are. Yes. Um, we are currently on season two uh-huh. out of season. Uh, there's seven seasons, 180 episodes. So we really hope that you guys are with us I in hope 2074. I hope I don't start to hate you. I mean, I know I won't, but like, I hope I don't. Like, what if like, what if like, you know, I accidentally like kill Stan or something? What I know. Thank you, Gasper, in, from the audience. What you keep saying? I don't mean like intentionally kill. I mean like accident. I said accidentally. Like we're driving down the road, and maybe like I'm like listening to Miami, Miami, or something, and like all of a sudden I get really excited, and whoa, didn't see that truck, and then boom, Stan's gone forever, and I'm paralyzed. Well, first of all, that's what you get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you're, I mean, you're going dark. Love you, Stan. Love you, Stan. Yeah. Well, so we've had, uh, um, this is our second live show, as you said, and yes. we've had so many great moments. We've had so many great moments. Um, for, the, for, the, for the lovely... Uh, uh, Person who's never watched The Golden Girls before. who's never watched The Golden Girls. It's essentially uh, sex in the city, but with women of a golden age, and yes. it takes place in Miami. Yeah. That's essentially, I mean, I, I'd say that's So they can't the feel the, the hot flashes. That's. Because they can't, because otherwise, you, yeah, you can't. Yeah, they live in Miami. How, how, what, what's the line from the show? Uh, Rose says, I live in Miami. How am I going to tell the difference between a hot flash and a heat wave? Because it's incredibly <laughs> humid. I love that yeah. he laughed like you wrote the joke. <laughs> he was like, hey, Jalen, holy shit, man, you're funny. Oh, man. Um, you're right. A lot has happened <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. year that we've done so much. this. Uh, you got a Golden Girls tattoo. I Maybe did. Maybe you should show it to the yes, audience. Yes, I will. Seen Thank it. you. Stand up. My phone too. Stand up like yeah. this is a pageant. Okay, guys. So that's my Golden Girls tattoo. Thank you. Thank you. It is a fantastic tattoo that was done by the amazing Dan Bones. You can follow him on Instagram. Um, yes. He's out of New York. Dan Bones. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, and it's and it's by Sung Young Choi. Um, mm-hmm. Was did the design work? So basically, we compiled a bunch of pictures that I liked of the girls, and then she did this rendering, and then Dan Bones put it on my body, and then boom! Look at me. You guys applauded. <laughs> Yeah. And you um, know what? You're not the only person who's going to be on the stage tonight that has a Golden nope. Girls tattoo. Our first guest 
has is known for his Golden Girls tattoo. Yeah. One particular Golden Girl, yes. Yes, yes. It's going to be great. But but so the tattoo, um, uh, you know, a couple of weeks after I got the tattoo, and like you got some little press or whatever, and then all of a sudden I get a call, ring, ring, hello, stay golden. Um, <laughs> it was Jimmy Kimmel Live, and Betty White was going to be on Jimmy Kimmel. And they were... Com- I know. I love you. <laughs> this woman literally just went... <gasps> <laughs> you. New friend. Um, they called and they were like, we're compiling all the people who have Golden Girls tattoos and the rest of them are freaks. So you are going to be the one that's going to talk to Betty White. Um, via, via Skype. Yes. They had you all on yes. Skype Because like no one wall. comes within five feet of Betty White anymore. No, they don't like, let you come within five feet of Betty White. It doesn't happen. No. It just doesn't happen. So, uh, so yeah, so I was able to show my... We can show that picture, we actually. We have a picture. Yeah, so... That's me right here, if you can't tell. I'm wearing the same shirt and actually probably the same pants. Um, and, uh, and that's Jimmy Kimmel. He, he has lost a lot of weight since then. And then that's Betty White. And what did she say when she saw the tattoo? Well, she was like, oh, there's all the girls. And then she made kind of a dick comment, which I was happy with. You know, it's good because she's 93 and she can do it. Where she was like, I just don't want to know someone who would get my face tattooed on that. That's such a Sophia thing to say. She's kind of so. She's, she's the Sophia kind of, of Sophia hot Sophia Cleveland. Now. Um, hey, no. I don't know if you can see, but right behind H. Allen by that bookshelf is not Carrie because guess who wasn't invited to be part of the Skype? Someone didn't get a tattoo. Someone's trying to be pure. <laughs> I love these assumptions you make about me. I mean, you have other tattoos, though. We just won't talk about them. I do. Yeah. I have so many butt I have tattoos, so many unfortunate tattoos. So many. Like, the Golden Girls one's perfect, but, the, like, the worst one is I have an AIDS ribbon on my back. Um, I know. I know. Exactly. Like, I, I got it for an AIDS fundraiser, and then, like, I had sex, and then the last thing anyone wants to see before they fuck you is an AIDS ribbon. So... Do you remember the song from Yeah. Do you remember the song from Team America? AIDS, 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 AIDS. when they're doing rent, but it's yes. called AIDS. You know, speaking of AIDS. Um <laughs> Speaking of AIDS, guys. Carrie gave me the best birthday gift the other day. I gave him AIDS. Not AIDS. Uh, that's a really but that's it is a very AIDS misleading adjacent. setup. It is AIDS adjacent. This is not the episode we're covering, but we're going to talk about it. Remember when Rose kind of got AIDS? Yeah, there's yes. an episode. There's oh, an episode. Hey, right? Guess, that, and that's guess what, what gave I gave me. him for his birthday. That's what she gave me an R-cup. I made him an R cup. I know. Oh, so, but... for those who maybe aren't, don't remember the episode or whatever, Rose might have AIDS. Spoiler alert, she doesn't. She had a blood transfusion, but the whole episode was like, what if tomorrow everything's different? And Sophia, <laughs> Sophia doesn't want to get Rose's AIDS, which she doesn't have. So yeah. Sophia puts an R on all of the mugs that Rose drinks from. I know. So she knows not I to know. drink from them. But then, but then Blanche goes, AIDS is not a bad person's disease. And like the whole, like, you know, whatever, Blanche's like sex speech. And then Sophia, in a sweet move, goes, Blanche, give me that cup. <laughs> And then she takes the cup and she takes a sip. And she from drinks the from the cup. AIDS cup. The AIDS cup. So Carrie gave me an AIDS cup. I gave you an AIDS cup. Um, yeah. It's a lot like the diva cup. That deserves an applause, guys. That's that's better than a tattoo. I have to say, that's better than so, a tattoo. 
We so, are not actually watching the AIDS episode, no. though, tonight. No. Um, What's your favorite moment from uh, this past season's podcast? Oh, man. I think, oh, my favorite moment from this past season's podcast. So, Lenora Claire, who we're going to bring out very shortly. Yay. Yes, we're you so excited Lenora? she's here. Um, Lenora came over to do an episode of the podcast, and she had B. Arthur's phone number, like her old landline. She and was dead. She was dead. Yes, because this was within the last year. We just had the number. So we have the number, and we just decided to call B. Arthur's number while we were recording the podcast. So if you haven't heard the episode, you can go back and listen to it. And a part of me, even though I knew B. Arthur's not with us (laughs) anymore, not with us anymore, I honestly thought she was going to pick up the phone, (laughs) Uh, which she didn't, of course, because she's not with us anymore. Um, But this woman did pick up the phone and sounded like a lot of people maybe have called her over the years. You know, she was like a very sort of tired. We didn't ask for B. We just sort of fished around like, oh, we we found this number. We're just trying to get to the bottom of who it might be. Are you Of who it might be. And she was just like. (laughs) That's funny. We didn't actually do that, but we should (laughs) have. Great. Now it looks like. They're going to listen to the episode. Well, yeah, but you took it out of the moment for just a brief second. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm a truth teller. Could you be anymore? No, now I'm just Chandler Bing. Um, <laughs> anyway, we called it, it and it was hilarious. That was my favorite my You know, favorite B. Arthur's moment. actually in the news today. Um, B. Arthur, so when B. Arthur died, uh, well, before she died, she was very supportive of the Alley Forney Center, which is the Alley Forney Center in New York City is a gay LGBT um, drop-in shelter for homeless, gay homeless um, youth. And uh, she was a big supporter of it and she gave lots of money and she did fundraisers, et cetera. So in her, in her will, when she died, she, at the top of her list of charities to give to was the Alley Forney Center. And then when they got the check, it was for $300,000, which saved them from foreclosure and closing and so many different things. So just today or yesterday, they opened the B. Arthur Residence Inn for home for uh, gay youth. I know. Yeah, that deserves oh, an applause So many break. feels. So many feels. Uh. Um, so my favorite moment from this past—he's crying. My favorite moment from—it's okay. It's a—it's a safe space. It's emotional. It's emotional. Take your shoes off. She would have. Um, uh, my favorite moment from this past year was Grace Helbig. You guys, do you know Grace Helbig? Yeah, applaud for Grace. She's great. She has um, a show on E. She does, and she's just, she's amazing. Anyway, she did the podcast, and uh, on the podcast, we noticed that it was the episode where Blanche's niece comes and basically sleeps with every man in Miami. And, um, and Blanche is like, I might be a slut, but I'm still your aunt. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and Our then, Blanche impressions are very different. Very different. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, we, but Grace and I noticed, we all noticed that, that, um, her niece had ovary pants on. You guys shouldn't know what ovary pants are because this is a thing we made up. It's a thing. They're jeans that look like they have ovaries on them. Yeah, we have have a a picture of it. Can we put the ovary? So if you look, (laughs) there's two dots here that look like ovaries. As if to say, gentlemen, I'm fertile. That's actually probably what she meant to do with that. I don't, it was a very, very. I mean, it was a. It was a. That was a crazy decision by the costume designer. But I if that was the decision, then like hats off because that's, that's. I don't know that's how meta. female genitalia works, but could that, could that, could that have been a heavy flow situation? A heavy flow? You know, like a. What is she? A ghost with a white period? That's not red. 
No, but like, you know, like, like, like she has a heavy flow, it stains the pants, then all of a sudden you wash it, and the tight washing bleach, makes it turn bleach. All right, we like, are thinking about this way It's like much. when you wash a shirt, like a black shirt, then you put on the deodorant, then the deodorant leaves a mark where the, you know, black, so it's like a little lighter under the arms or the sweat stains. It's like the flow. <laughs> So the episode uh, (laughs) that we watched... um, You can go back. We're going to... And we will show a a fun clip of it, but before we bring out our guest um, is uh, Forgive Me, Father, from season two. I believe it's episode 17. It's the one where Dorothy dates a priest. (laughs) Sorry. Spoiler alert. It's Um, it's one of my favorite episodes. It's one of my favorite episodes, which is why we're doing it tonight for you guys. It aired February 14th, 1987, so it was their Valentine's Day episode. Which makes sense, because love... Priests. Yeah. Dorothy. Yeah, bingo. There's a lot of bingo. Um, And we have a very special guest here um, to uh, talk about this episode. Oh, he's just the best. He really is, guys. He's a writer on the television show Younger, and he uh, has also been on Broad City, and he has a great, awesome show called Haunting Renditions that's coming to the Echo August 25th that you all should go see. Here's here's how we, we were d- talking about what haunting renditions are like. So he, he does haunting renditions of songs, and it's as if you took, uh, if you did a cover of Britney Spears's Lucky for American Horror Story. Yeah. Like that sort of, yes. It it's like, haunting. But it, it haunts but, you but in, just, a, in a beautiful way. Just like the song, like Lucky, like it, like it stays with you. You know what I mean? And his haunting renditions will stay with you like Lucky. I think that's a great, great thing to it's say true. to bring like, him out you know, to. It's true. Like, you know, when you... Yes. Oh, you went, oh, I thought the old lady dropped it in the end. Like... Everybody, please give a very warm welcome to Elliot Glazer. Elliot! <laughs> Elliot, love you, love you. Hi, buddy. Have a seat, Elliot. Have a seat. Oh, Welcome. Hey, thanks. Don't Whoa, don't fall okay? off the stage. Just that's the one okay. requirement we have. Thanks. Uh, how are you? I'm great. Oh, it's weird to sit this far from you. I know mm. it is weird because we're, we're usually so close. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Hey, but we everybody. like to keep like a good distance when we hug, so our dicks don't touch. Yeah, that's a gay thing. Yeah, just gotta keep that distance. Keep that dick. So, Ellie, you are a mega Golden Girls fan. He, yes. Huge. Well, I you mean, guys know. well, we have to show the tattoo. Oh, uh, yeah. So I have this on my arm. It's B. Yes. Arthur. <laughs> Very proud. Yeah. Of her, try to make her move. Um, yeah, big, 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 big fan. So where, can you tell us, like, I mean, I know it, of course, but they might not, where your love of the Golden Girls comes from? Um, I actually, I think it's actually, like, for me, it sort of, um, it sort of supersedes the, uh, from, it's really, like, the, the comedy. The com- yeah. Like, there's nothing else written in that rhythm except arrest development and it and it it works because it's Mitch Hurwitz the same uh, guy who produced arrest who created arrest development was a producer and writer on the golden girls and you know in like it already is special in that it's so uniquely funny like the humor lasts in a way that nothing else does yeah. um, and the rhythm like lasts in a way that it, nothing else does but on top of it the fact that it's so atypical of a Comedy, the fact that it's four old women yeah. in like pastel Miami, like that even makes it more like it's so many different 
types of special. Yeah, it really is. And it's I think, like a pacifier. I mean, it's like a pacifier. Watching it is like a pass. It's like stick it in your mouth and just shut just, the fuck up. Just suckle. You just suckle. Just shut, yeah. Nothing is more comforting than the Golden Girls. Yeah, just, you know, it's sort of like I mean, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but like what's what made the Golden Girls, at least for me, so great and I think so timely is that it it doesn't deal with topical issues, even though there is topical issues on it. It it they deal even with topical issues in a way that is so sort of like general and and truthful yeah. and like I mean it's genuine. insane to watch it now and see the way they talk about gay marriage even yeah. though it was a punchline like when when he's like oh, you know we're getting married and everyone starts laughing yeah but even at the end of that episode when Blanche's brother is going to like marry his boyfriend who is Ultimately, his they're going to do like a civil union kind of thing. And he had a mustache. Yeah, he had that, that stash. He looks like my dad, so I don't like to, it's not like sexual <laughs> for me. Gave me a semi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You've met my dad. I have. He's a handsome guy. He gave me a semi. Yeah, everyone <laughs> likes my dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the, the, like, even at the end, like when, when gay marriage started passing, people started posting a, that same clip from the Golden yeah. Girls where she's like, why does this guy have to put a ring on his finger? And Sophia just says, why did you put a ring on your, why did your husband put a ring on your finger? And she just says, you know, to affirm our love for each other in front of everyone we know. She goes, that's it. Like, that's it. And it's just, like, it's mm-hmm. a, Boom. literally a 20 second exchange yeah. and it's a clip that is relevant now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 25 years later. Yeah. yeah. Name what, another what, show that did that. Name another like, show. It just yeah. wasn't, it didn't happen, which is incredible. Well, they did do a lot of gay marriage on the Facts of Life. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the best. Oh, Judy. The, oh, the best. The episode Judy goes gay. gay show. Actually, the Facts I let of her Life. touch me. The Facts of Life was pretty gay. Cause Who was? The Facts of Life had. Well, had a, Joe. Right. It's like, oh my I God. Mean, it's like drunk. <laughs> John Travolta with a ponytail. Yeah, she was. They have the she same really face. Was. They have the yeah. same face. Yeah. All right. Wow. So let's talk about, let's get into. Um, so how we go down it is we basically are going to go through the episode and then talk about things that happen in the episode. We're going to give a rundown of the episode. Yeah. We've got a really fun clip too. Yes. Up top to show you guys. Um, but yeah, it's the episode where Dorothy accidentally dates a priest. Yeah. And um, it starts off with a really funny sort of mini B story where Sophia is sitting at the kitchen table Putting together a bingo kit. As you do. As you do. Like, what? What in the, She's looking through a bunch of shit to put together her bingo kit. It's what is important. in a bingo kit? Well, if you, if you are a fan <laughs> like of... Like your stamp and your card? Okay. You get that at the church. Let's do it. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't, because there's more to it. Like, okay, so like, remember that episode of Roseanne where she became obsessed with bingo? You know what I'm saying? Well, you have your things that you need at bingo to help you win the bingo, like the troll or like the special markers or like the special coin or like the special lighters. Like, you need your things, and she was putting together her stuff. Okay, great. So then you've answered my question. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) So Dorothy comes into the kitchen followed by Blanche, and uh, Dorothy is upset because she's been working with this man, Frank Leahy. Which is the most priestly name ever. Leahy. 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 Played by actor, a very famous character actor, John McMartin, who I... You met, right? I have met, and I (laughs) saw, actually, in... Oh, guys, I have to say this. I... So I leave the house sometimes, and... (laughs) 
rarely, but I did this one time, and I saw um, Grey Gardens on Broadway. Uh, I know, yeah, right. It was great, and he was he played the dad. He was in it, yeah, he was in it, and horrible singing voice. My fr- I just forgot. My friends also saw that show, and my friend Sam is a Golden Girls fanatic. Yeah, and afterward, he went up to him and he was like, "I loved you on the Golden Girls," and he didn't remember being on the show. <laughs> he was just on the. Well, he, he has was on like 187 million yeah, he's credits. Done a lot of stuff. He's done everything. He was on an episode of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. He played yeah. a crazy ma- yeah. yes, and, he, and I was like, he's still alive. TV oh, credits to him are like like gallbladder stones. He's probably had like <laughs> yeah. 50 of them. They're nothing. That's amazing. You know. So Dorothy's upset because they've worked two weekends together now, getting ready for the youth fair, and he hasn't yet asked her out. And yeah. this is very youth upsetting. <laughs> it's the youth fair. There are lots of fairs on this television show. And uh, and Rose youth has fair sounds like a place for like pedophiles just to stand outside of a youth fair. I oh. mean, come on, guys, you were th- kind of thinking it. <laughs> I don't think anybody was thinking it. You- <laughs> so, so Dorothy's upset. This guy Frank hasn't yet asked her out, yeah. and Rose has a really funny line where she's like, "Well, Dorothy, maybe he just doesn't like you." And Dorothy says, "Thank you, Rose. Incidentally, you look fat." <laughs> Like, fucking be Arthur. Yeah. You know what Fat I mean? shame. <laughs> it's so amazing. So Dorothy feels awkward to ask Frank out because I guess, like, she's the woman, he's the man. She, maybe she sort of feels like he needs to be asking her out. Mm-hmm. And Blanche is like, you know, no, you can, you can just ask any guy out. Yeah. She's like, here, you know, let me give you an example. And she gets, like, she presses her chest really close to her, and Dorothy's like, I need penicillin, like, after this kind of date. Yeah. Um, so, do you uh, feel like the guy needs to ask you out? No. Yeah, no. but see, I was just yeah. Times have changed. Like you can't really get I away. I still with have friends, girlfriends that that I mean, girls in the room, women, women. Um, <laughs> do you feel? Round of applause. Do you think that it, the man should still ask you out? Oh, see, see. Okay. So it is still a thing. Sure. It's still a thing. Sure. I don't understand why you just won't call though. Like, after the dates happen and you probably touch his dick, like, why don't you just call him? You know what I mean? Like, why are you like, he has to call me. You fucking touched his dick. Who is this really about right now? My friend, Lori. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you had that answer ready to go. Um, So uh, then we're we're at the sort of gymnasium where they're getting ready for this They're decorating the youth fair, yeah. You know, where you can tell, because there are, like, two people up on ladders with, like, cray paper doing the streamers. (laughs) You know, it's a youth fair. And Dorothy has... B. Arthur has two amazing walks in this episode. And I know it's a weird thing to say her walks are amazing, but like for those of you who are her they big fans aren't. of the show, She's tall. and you're all nodding, yeah. Dorothy's born I can fucking walk. Like she and she does she this great snaps. thing. And can I get up for a second <laughs> yeah, and do yeah, this? Please. Yeah. So Dorothy, so Elliot, you be Frank and you're like hanging a sign. Yeah, like act like you're hanging something like high. Like you're hanging a sign. And high. she does this really great, and you know, she's very tall. She's like six eight, and she's very, you know, broad and confident. Yeah. And she walks up as he's doing it, and his back is her, so you're not paying attention, and she goes. And that and is she the very, and it's she's amazing. Shy. But it was a lot longer because it's a gymnasium. This is a small stage. Isn't um, it funnier when that is someone her, is shy when they're massive? Like, I find massive people, like, they, like they're so massive. Like, she was massive. So she wasn't would, massive. She was 5'11". People make it, people, we, every, we, we see. How many, round of applause. <laughs> Women in here that are 5'11 and above applaud. Are you 5'11 and above? You're 5'10". 
own that. <laughs> I'm just she saying knows. she was taller than the average. She was. She was the Laverne Cox of her day. She was. <laughs> so, Minus the penis. So Dorothy finally yeah. gets up the courage to talk to Frank yes. Leahy. And, um, and she kind of is, she's very cute. She's tra- kind of flirting with him. And, and she eventually um, asks him over for dinner. And, you know, she's, she's giddy about this. She's excited. She's very excited. Um, we should mention at this point, we don't know he's a priest. Nope. No. Dorothy doesn't know he's a priest. He's just a tall, handsome, he's just a tall elderly man. Wearing... He's, also, he's also one of the many characters who have an Irish name, so for some reason they have an Irish brogue. Yeah. And it's like, you're in Miami. Like, yeah. all these Irish people on the show all have, like, a weird brogue. It's yeah. so strange. And he has it, too. Yeah. it's He's, yeah, yeah. That's just anyway, one of the many weird tropes so, of the show that I've picked up. So it's the night of the date, and uh, we actually have uh, a really fun clip to show you guys. Yeah. Of uh, Make sure we're not in the way. Are we in the way? Can you guys see it? Can you guys see it? You're good. It's St. Dominic's with my name on it. <laughs> now, Rose, listen. When we go out there for dinner, you be sure and sit on the far side of the table, and I'll sit next to you. Why? Just in case somebody wants to play a little footsie. Gee, that sounds like fun. I haven't played footsie in years. Charlie never wanted Rose, Frank and Dorothy might want to play footsie. Oh. Oh. How do I look? Beautiful. I'd wear that. Go back and change. Funny, that outfit might be all right for a gay funeral in New Orleans, but it's too much too subtle for this evening. Dorothy, put on something flashy. Flashy, something colorful. That's really not me, Blanche. I know, honey, but take a chance. Be a woman. It's an awful lot to ask, Blanche, but I'll try. Good. The claw. All right, Rose, come on. Let's go see about supper. Come on. Don't you think you might be pushing Dorothy a little hard? No, and I need all your help, and she needs all your help, too. You know, she's not going to have too many chances. She doesn't have my beauty or your... (laughs) We'll help you next week. She could have said bosom. Rose has a great rack. She practically glows every time she speaks his name. Do you think Dorothy's in love? Well, she's very definitely smitten. And with a little help from us, I think she can file Cupid's arrow into the tushy of love. (laughs) The tushy of love. For some strange reason, I find that provocative. (laughs) You really ought to date more, Rose. That must be him. All right, honey, why don't you heat up the rolls and cool yourself down? Good evening. It's still tapping. Oh though. shit. <laughs> Good evening, Father. My, my, this must be an important cause. Don't you usually make the nuns ask for money? <laughs> I'll get my purse. I, I'm Frank. I'm here to see Dorothy. <laughs> You're the hunk? <laughs> I mean, forgive me, Father. Uh, That is, forgive my language. Uh, uh, Not in your official capacity. I'm not even a Catholic. I'm a Baptist, and you can't forgive us Baptists. (laughs) 
sweet Jesus, why am I babbling? <laughs> I meant that in all due reverence. I never take the Lord's name in vain. Oh, God, now I'm lying to a priest. <laughs> why don't you just come on in and sit down? I'm, I'm Blanche. I'm Dorothy's roommate. Would you get the door? Yeah, that's fine. Make your guests shut the door. Dorothy's told me a great deal about you. Well, she seems to have left out one itty-bitty detail about you. That I'm a priest. Uh-huh. She didn't know. What'd you think? You were just a boring dresser? She's just never seen me in cleric's clothing. I didn't know you priests could take your clothes off. Well, we do a lot of things real people do. We know. Except for one very important thing. She means gambling. Boy, is that going to put a hitch in Dorothy's plans? Hello, I'm Rose Nyland. You must be Frank. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. Well, thank you, Rose. It's very nice to meet you, too. Dorothy's done nothing but talk about you for weeks. Rose. Every time she mentions your name, she practically glows. Rose. And I think she's really very smitten with you. Rose. He's a priest, isn't he? <laughs> Best Rose moment ever. Really is. I'm so sorry Helltown was canceled. <laughs> Frank, I'm sorry. I Please tell me that's a Nehru jacket. No, it's not. Rose, let's go heat up the lasagna. Come on. Come on. Why didn't you tell me it was Father Leahy? I assumed you knew. No, I didn't. I mean, frankly, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. Yeah, well, me too. Well, what difference does it make? We can still be friends, can't we? Uh, of course we can. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, well, so am I. <laughs> you look lovely tonight. I look like the mother of a solid gold dancer. It's my favorite that line. That is like a drop the mic moment. Um, yeah. All right, we can actually, and we actually have a, because uh, she says I look like the mother of a solid gold dancer. It's amazing. Yeah. So I did a, we have a side-by-side photo, if you wouldn't mind showing uh, it on the screen of uh, Dorothy next to uh, solid gold Well, we get dancers. that photo. Um, I would actually probably have, have sex with a priest. Oh, there it is. That's real. Right, oh you guys? God. Like, she was pretty spot on when she, she said that. She was pretty spot on. But look at this one. Who is she? <laughs> That's Linda. Is that Linda? Oh, I don't know. It's just, she looks like a Linda. That looks like, like, you know that show, that show about flipping houses on Bravo? <laughs> the one that the guy got his, his maid a bunch of, Jeff Lewis got his maid a bunch of plastic surgery? This was her before. Wow. Um, that, is, that clip that we just watched has so many... Would you I mean, date a priest? Like, would I date a priest? Or at least like have sex would with a priest? Date a, would you date a priest <laughs> if the opportunity were... Afforded? Well, I mean, I was thinking like as I was watching it, like d- dating a priest would actually, for me, would be kind of great because like I'm an independent person, so I like my space, and he's going to be busy and like not wanting to see be seen in public. And uh, you know that like... I, you know, I've had a lot of Mormon sex in my life, and, like, it's, like, the more repressed, the better it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, isn't the more important question, would the priest date you? 
<laughs> well, I think we all know the answer to that. It's a yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know that I would date a... That's just too messy. It's too Messy? Much, it's too much to deal with. Like, Oh, you mean like emotionally? Yeah. I wouldn't want to... What, what? They can't even... I don't masturbate? think they're supposed to date at I, all. No, I don't think they can masturbate. I'm not Catholic. Any who's Catholic, can they masturbate? I was raised Catholic, can but they, I don't... Can, I, can I never priest, asked a priest that. Anyone Any know? priests in the audience? I think it's more about interactions with other people. Yeah, yeah, because I know yeah. it's okay technically to be gay. To be a gay priest. No. Yeah, yeah. Technically, <laughs> technically, no. yes. By Vatican law, technically it is legal to be gay. You just can't act on it. Am I oh. right? Yeah. How kind. I know. It's <laughs> very kind. So like, not re- that you, can't you can, be real. That's but real. Not That's really. real. Yeah. What? There's lots of gay priests out there. Well, I'm low, but they don't want you to know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, um so many great moments in the yes. clip that we just watched. Blanche's sort of breathy, like, I, like just to see how sweaty she's getting. She, I mean, because we know from the show, Blanche gets very turned on by, like, men in Santa suits. Yes. So I should assume that this is sort of the same kind of thing, you know, the man she's not supposed to have. Right. And then Rose's, he's a priest, isn't he? And it's like, it's classic Rose. It is probably, it's one of my most favorite, like, yeah. favorite Rose moments in the entire series. It's amazing. But I also, I feel like it's like, there are, I don't, I can't really think of shows where every line, almost every line yeah. is like gold. It's, almost every single yeah. line well, is like. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's literally like Susan Harris defined these characters so perfectly. And it's that wonderful union between like writing and amazing actors and all of a sudden anything you give them anything you give them they're gonna make funny like yeah. it's just you could put them in a in a trash chute and they would be like let's make you could funny. put them in a homeless shelter which yeah they did. which they did yeah. looking for michael Soup jackson kitchen, right looking for michael jackson yes well they were looking for michael jackson's <laughs> jacket, jacket right <laughs> there's a big difference he made an appearance between the man and the jacket um but <laughs> so in the mirror <laughs> um so they have this dinner, Frank, they, they have this whole dinner, yeah. and Dorothy's just like, yeah, we'll, we'll be friends, it'll be great. And Blanche is like, you know, I can see something in his eyes, like, you know, he wants you. And Dorothy's like, he's a priest. She's like, he's a man. And it's a whole thing. Wait, no, it's, like, it's different. She's like, he's a man. Thank like, you. It was like very like, deep. It was very deep. Yeah. Um, and so Blanche kind of plants into Dorothy's mind, he might be a priest, but I see the way he's looking at you. He uh, wants to, you know, take it, take it to the She the, talks the about how zone. she once dated a man of the cloth yes. as well. Yes, and she, and she goes on this whole thing, but it turns out he was a fabric salesman, because Blanche doesn't really know how to <laughs> tell a good story. Dorothy, or does she? The, and then Dorothy prances back in. To oh, the, the prance. Yeah. That's her second prance. We didn't pull the clip, but she's like yelling at Blanche. She's like, I will not stand for this! As she's going into the living room, and then she is she's holding like, a tray of coffee, and she's the coffee is ready, and she does this adorable prance And as over she the comes table. in, Sophia comes home. Yes, yes. From her bingo tournament, yeah. which she cheated at, and so when she walks in, she sees a priest, and because she it was at the church, and she comes in, and she's like, "Oh, I see, they sent you here to shut me up." <laughs> so great! I'm just noticing. Are you wearing a Golden Girls shirt? Yeah. What's That's your shirt? Amazing. Stay golden. Stay, Stay golden. Oh, yes. You made, you made it? it. Oh, can we buy them? Okay. We'll talk after the show. You're Let's like, oh no, now show. I gotta go home and like fucking set up an Etsy store and uh. She's like, I just it's made it okay. for me, you dick. I'll give you my address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so before 
now we can call him Father Leahy leaves. Father Leahy. He turns to Dorothy and he's like, you know, after, I can't even do his weird accent, but you know, after talking with you tonight, you've made me realize that I have a very important decision to make about the church. And then he leaves and Dorothy's like, holy shit, he does want to be with me. He's thinking of leaving the church. Is that something I can deal with? Doesn't he say that? He says, because of you, I'm thinking of leaving the church. that was... Yes. Oh, yes. yes. He, does he does say that. And it's like a cliffhanger. It's right. like a. It's like the levels of Lost, you know? It was like Scandal or something, cliffhanger. But, like, yeah. what's going to happen to her but next? But he also tells her that he wants to have, like, a special dinner. Like, let's go out to dinner next week to talk about it. Well, people, religious people do that. You know what I mean? They like do what? Misdirect you? Like, well, no. They're the- <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a joke. <laughs> no. They like to, like, like, whenever my rabbi wants to talk with me, he's, like, makes me come all the way out to Culver City to have lunch, and I love it. I but, love like, it. But, like, he's already like, at her I feel house. like religious people like to Alan, eat and discuss. it's the rabbi. Yes. We need to talk. <laughs> yeah. Meet me in Culver Are you here? City. Are you here, Rabbi Zach? No, he's not here. Good. Um, I hope you. So later that night, uh, Dorothy is incredibly stressed out about this. The women sit around, of course, eating cheesecake to talk about it. Yes. And um, and they're talking about forbidden love. And uh, Rose tells the story about Rose Nyland, uh, of, of Rose and Charlie Nyland. And they basically had this sort of Romeo and Juliet relationship with uh, her and her her late husband. Um, and the parents didn't like each other. Uh, and Rose's maiden name Right is Ger- Lindstrom. Well, oh. but here, yeah, it's. But well, we we learned there's Gerkleknerbeigen. It's Gerkleknerbeigen, <laughs> <laughs> which was shortened from. Rosa's Ger- stories are my pee breaks. I they're, honestly, they're mine too. They're my in memoriam. I'm with you. You that, know what I mean? I mean, I like them, but yeah, that's a weak spot for me sometimes. Yeah. Her I, stories. I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't be. Sometimes they're lol. Sometimes I sure. feel I feel like when Rose tells a story, every time Rose tells one of her fucking crazy St. Olaf stories and about it's about like there are herring wars and yeah. all you know weird things. I always imagine that we're gonna like pull out of the the shot and we're just gonna see like the little boy from St. Elsewhere shaking the globe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Rose's yeah. stories have just been in an autistic boy's mind the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the That's what St. Elsewhere was. It was like the big the reveal at the end of the show. It was like the Rose's M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist. Wait, so Spoiler round of applause. For do you guys do you guys like Rose's stories? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they're yeah. amazing. I don't I don't dislike Rose's stories. I just I it really de- it's all sort it's of dependent on yeah 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 I, it's either you know it's it's very it's specific for me some yeah. of them I'm just like I could do without it others are fantastic yeah it really depends on the length of how long the story goes and how like visual they are the yeah. more visual her stories the funnier they are yes yeah. True. true yeah this one's about the Gerg Lechner Beigen Hofstetter yeah this Frows. one was lost it's on a me. thing it doesn't matter yeah. it's a whole thing yeah. it's uh, but you can't, yeah. let's say that again because you need an applause for that. Gerkleckner Beigen Hofstetner Frau. I mean, that's impressive. That is impressive. I um, have trouble saying no. <laughs> I wish we just had someone on like a little drum kit to just put them right there. Um, so, anyway, so Dorothy doesn't know what she's gonna do, uh, yeah. but she ends up going to the church so she can talk to Frank. Uh, in person about it. Uh, but before she gets there, Sophia beats her to the church um, because she she she, uh, she goes into the confession booth and thinks that she's talking to Father Lady. She's going to confront Father Lady. She's going to confront him yes. to be like, you can't date my daughter. You're a priest. Like, I'm a Catholic. I eat, you know, I go to mass every Sunday. I whatever. I give up things for Lent. 
And uh, but it's not the same priest. She's just like talking to a random priest in confession. Who is very surprised, very confused yes. at this little old lady saying all these things. Um, and then we see Frank Leahy, and he is talking to another man in the church, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm really glad I've made this decision to uh, give up. Uh, I guess being a leave priest in the parish. church to leave the, yeah, parish, to leave the parish to go be a teaching priest." That's like his big thing that he wanted to take. What's the Dorothy difference? Who cares? What's Father? the difference? Exactly. What? Exactly. Like, why are you going to make this a thing, Father exactly. Leahy? Like, so you're going from point A to point B. No one yeah. will know. That's like making no. a big deal of the using difference. the green room bathroom or the public bathroom, <laughs> like, you know? He barely knows Dorothy, and yet he's like, and I get it. She's a teacher, so maybe they had a conversation off camera that we didn't hear where she was talking about teaching. But for him to make... Like, for him to say, I want to specifically take you out to dinner, I'm thinking of leaving the priesthood, he has to know in his brain, she already thinks this is a date. This must just be confusing her more. Also, too, like, he's setting up a youth fair. Like, what is he not teaching? (laughs) Like, what is he doing? Wait, what is he not teaching? Yeah, if he's going to be a teaching priest, but yet he's dealing with students, like, what the fuck is he doing? He's already teaching through practice. Now he needs to teach... He needs to teach... He needs to teach... I guess. I don't know. So now Dorothy shows up, and now for the second time, before he even says anything, she says, uh, you know, at this age in a woman's life, it's so nice to hear, you know, that a man feels a spark, that, you know, he wants to make this big decision, and it's making my dreams come true, you know, but you can't leave the priesthood. This whole time, he's not interrupting her to be like, oh, that's not what's happening. He's just like letting the train wreck of crazy. Well, he adds because insult happened. to injury by laughing. Because that's he get, what he laughs. Oh, he does laugh. It's incredibly I rude. Like but it's that's very unpriest like. Please yeah, just goes, stay quiet uh, until you're done, and then you're like, like, great, uh, now he'll marry. Oh, Dorothy, we've had one, one you know, uh, mis- misunderstanding after the next. Like, he, like, drags it out of her, so she has to be her most vulnerable. And now, I don't like that. I didn't like that either. I don't like priests taking advantage yeah. of everybody, what they're supposed to do, though? Like... No, you listen when you're in confession, yeah, in and you're confession, in the confession sure, booth. Yeah, in confession, sure, if you're in that box. She's coming yeah, to her. him as a friend to say, hey, you know... You know, I, I you can't leave the priesthood because you're madly in love with me because, you know, I'm a single woman of a certain age and, and sometimes I don't feel good about myself, but you've made me feel great, great about myself. The great he's visual like, takeaway is to imagine uh, him, like, banging her. Yes. Hard. <laughs> wow. Frank banging Dorothy hardcore. Do you think they'd use that, like, that new sensitive lube that makes things special <laughs> for him and her? You know? Uh, <laughs> so anyway... So Dorothy is like, oh, I feel like such an idiot. And he's like, well, whatever, we'll still be friends. They're not friends after this episode, of course. <laughs> he never They're comes not. back. He never comes he back. Never comes back. Never comes back. Nor Bye, Father Leahy. No man ever comes back on yeah. the No, no man girls. ever comes back except for Stan. Unless they Miles. come back as a different character, yeah, which is Arnie a possibility. Yes. yes, yeah. So so, uh, so Dorothy's like, we can still be friends. They hug. As they're hugging, Sophia walks out of the confessional booth and she's like, did you hear a word I said? Because she, <laughs> she's old, because she's old and crazy and that's the end of the episode and it's adorable boom yeah Uh, it was a great episode great episode so I just want to say you know you look at someone like Frank and it's like he's he's described as this like great hunk and it's like it's like you know a man in his 60s or whatever he looks fine you know he looks like fine and on the show, there's this consistent like narrative of these guys being like fucking hunks. And they show up and it's like, 
cool. It's like a nice grandpa, you know? Perfectly I don't nice. know. Well, remember, remember Jerry Orbach Jerry. was fucking hot. Well, Jerry Orbach, girls, yes. Guys. Burt Reynolds. Yes. Fine. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. But, but and, remember, and, and the the one Blanche, the, the carp or the caterer that Blanche Oh, oh, oh no. yeah, okay, that's true. Do you guys, he yes, gave Jake. such a boner. Can I tell you guys one that's of the true. greatest one of the greatest mysteries of the Golden Girls to me, we'll never understand this. A young, handsome, Roseanne-era George Clooney was in an episode of The Golden Girls. Blanche didn't try to fuck him. That's true. No, because she reminded her of... He, he reminded... Thank you. ...her of... She reminded him of his mother. Yes. Which was a weird, yeah. like, C-plot misdirect, where it's like, oh, stay as long as you want to visit me when you miss your mother. Like, what? <laughs> she was... He was in what? her bed. Right. She he went in to vulnerable. say goodnight to him. Like she had tears on, on the, the ceiling. Bed anyway, yeah. I don't. I just that's the greatest mystery. I don't know why she didn't try to fuck George Clooney. I don't but. know, guys. I mean, I'm all about having sex with unique-looking people, and <laughs> I think. <laughs> Is that your golden takeaway for this episode? It might be. Unique looking. What could that mean? I'm just saying, like, you know, spice is the flavor of life. Like, it's, it's a, I'm talking about all races, sizes. But but think about Father Lady. We're all beautiful. Remember the episode with um, Jerry? It was one of the later episodes when Blanche tries to romance this guy named Jerry. And he shows up to blind date. He was supposed to go on a date with Dorothy. Shows up at the door. Again, perfectly pleasant-looking man, yeah. and they all like cream their pa- cream their <laughs> fucking khakis. <laughs> Blanche, Dorothy, and Heavy Sophia are all like they're all like flushing the basement. Oh yeah, like the when they meet flooded. the actor, Mr. Patrick Vaughn. Oh. Wait, they... wait, who was so? Can gay? we just coin this term that Elliot? No, just that's gave from that's us? from a show. That's from I, Drag Race. Oh, is it from Drag Race? Yeah, flushing flooding the, the ba- flooding the basement. Flooding the basement. I've never heard that, and that makes me so happy. Um, so at the end of every podcast, if you're not familiar with the podcast, we do a golden takeaway. It's a nugget of inspiration or maybe direction in life that you can either take from the episode and apply to your life or to our listeners slash audience tonight. Um, we'll start so you have an example. Uh, I'll start. My golden takeaway from this episode is that beauty comes in all forms, sometimes priestly. And I think we all should say yes to diversity, sexual diversity. <laughs> That's Carrie. a sweet one. My golden takeaway is um, if you have a complicated last name like Gerkleckner, Beigenhoff, Stettnerfrau, and you want to shorten it so that it's easier for people to say, maybe don't shorten it to Gerkleckner, Beigen, <laughs> but maybe just like f- flat out change it like to like Clooney or I don't know, Smith. Yeah. That's my golden takeaway. It's pretty deep. Elliot? My golden takeaway would be that um, Catholicism creeps me the fuck out. <laughs> creeps me the fuck out. Christian, like, extreme Christianity is like, we've learned how to, like, deal with it. And yeah. we're, as, like, gay people or progressives, we're like, oh, okay. You know, with, but Catholicism yeah. is like, yikes. Like, yeah. what are these rules? <laughs> like, he's, he's... Elliot and I have this, we, ha- we often have a text back and forth of, like, crazy fucking shit that we get on, like, Grinder and Scrub and Okay Cupid and all these things. And uh, we, there were the Jesus guy the other day who literally, I'm, I'm gonna get a little gross here. He texted me on oh, one of the apps. Great. He was like, breed me, which is a disgusting way of saying, you know, I want you to have sex with me without condoms. Um, and then he had his Instagram 
account on his profile. So I went to it, and he was all, I hope he's here tonight. He was all, <laughs> he was all like, so he, he tells me to breed him, and then he's he like. He also didn't, like, t- you didn't talk. I didn't talk or anything. That was the you first looked- message. There was no hello. There was no my name is Ted. It was just breed me. And breed me, mean, literally means, like, Show up. Let's have, like, unprotected yes, sex. Yes, And you can finish inside of me. But, yes. And I've so never met you. I had to go to the Instagram profile of this man to see that, who That's would openly say this. public on his Yes, page. that's on public that he gave me the access to. And he says on, in the profile pic, he's like, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I follow God. Gay is good. Like, all these, like, like he's like a gay a Christian religious. sort of person. So then, of course, I had to reply back this being so like, good. what would Jesus think? You know? <laughs> If I bred you. What did he say to you. that? <laughs> if I bred you. <laughs> if ew. I bred you. He didn't did, respond did he, to that. Oh, he didn't respond? Not no. everyone's as witty as we are. No. No. He, I bet he thought about it for a while. He did. Guys, please put your hands together for Elliot Glazer. Elliot Glazer, Glazer everybody. So Go to Haunted Rendition. Yes. August 25th at The Echo. Wow. You know, Elliot, Elliot is just, well, we, can, we can get rid of the chairs. Elliot is just one of the best people in the world. And, and you guys have probably seen him on Broad City, but there are so many other places you can follow him. So follow him on the internet and see what he's doing in the real world. Are you guys having a good time so far? Uh, we have two very special guests left, two very special moments happening on this wonderful show. Uh, but we do want to tell you that um, this podcast is awesome and we you know, need the support of everybody. And if you ever feel like you like what you're seeing and you want to hear more of it or maybe help us push it to more people, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate to help us yes, out. Yes. That's going to be our PBS moment for the Yes. Night. And it's yes. not money that goes toward our farmersonly.com subscription or anything. For me, because she's married to Stan. Um, Not married, sorry, Stan. It, it all goes toward the cost of making the podcast. The more listeners we yes. get, uh, the more space we have to buy, which is great because we're getting more listeners every yeah. week, and that's amazing, and that's all we've ever wanted. Yeah. And when we started doing this, we were like, well, shit, we don't want money for it. We just want to do things about the we Golden Girls. the Golden Girls. But then, as we got yeah. more listeners, we're like, oh, shit, this is kind of getting expensive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, no pressure. Yeah, Most no of, pressure. Yeah, no pressure. We'll still love you if you just follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so our next guest is fantastic. I met her a couple years ago um, here in Los Angeles. She did a show called Golden Gals Gone Wild. It was an erotic art show dedicated to those four sassy ladies all in different forms of undress. And she she's done so many cool things. Currently, she's working on a documentary about the history of the fart joke. Yes. So she's a good friend of mine and in fact is my neighbor. She's my and neighbor. a past podcast and guest. A, and she's been, we mentioned her earlier because she's been on the podcast before. She's the one who gave us uh, B. Arthur's phone number. Guys. And guys, get your cameras out because she's about to bring out two very special pieces. Very special. Of Golden Girls artwork, one of which comes from the set of the GG. Yep. Just saying. I got very excited when I saw it backstage. True. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> guys, put your hands together for Lenora Claire. Woo! Yay, Lenora! I love you. Come stand in the middle. We have a microphone. Come stand in the middle. Oh, yes, here. Here, we can put something on one of these chairs if you want. Yes, we're good. Lenora. Let's do this. Okay, Lenora. Welcome. Hi, Lenora. Oh, God, isn't she beautiful? Another round of applause for Lenora. So let's, I'll hold this while you talk. So let's, let's talk about the Golden Gals Gone Wild first. Yeah, oh boy. Okay, so 
back in 2007, take I was... Take pictures, take yeah, pictures. <laughs> please, it's a very special week. So back in 2007, um, I was on eBay looking for Golden Girls DVDs, and all of a sudden it pops up nude oil portrait of B. Arthur. I was like, what? you got to be kidding me. So for $100, I bought this beauty who happened to actually be... Totally worth uh, it. Yeah, by an artist named Chris Zimmerman who lives here in L.A. What's his name? Chris Zimmerman. Chris Zimmerman. And just for the listeners at home who aren't here tonight, it's the topless B. Arthur portrait um, where she's just exposing her lovely bosoms to yeah, us. We'll post a photo of it on, uh, on our Facebook great. page. Yes. Right. So, okay, so I, I get this beauty. I put it up over my bed, as you know, you do. Yeah, and the guy I was seeing at the time came Are you over. afraid, like, I guess if an earthquake came and oh, this I have, fell like, on you... It that would be, that like would be the, the perfect way to go. Ever. Are you kidding? Yeah. I know I'm going to have a glamorous or stupid death, and that's both. <laughs> Can so you imagine, tired. like, yeah. Lenore Claire it's dies really from hard. topless B. Arthur portrait falling on her. I should be so lucky. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I put it over my bed, and the guy I was seeing at the time came over, and he was like, I can't do this here with you and her like that. And I was like... If you can't get down with B, you can't get down with me. Like, get the fuck out. You know? Deal breaker. So, all my friends had come over, and everybody is kind of like freaked out over it. And I was like, okay, I really have something here. Yeah. So, I decided I was going to curate a show. You know, I wanted to call it Golden Girls Gone Wild, but I called it Golden Gals because I was worried about legal. Right, exactly. Yeah. We don't worry about that right. at all. We don't even I know. Think about well, actually, we, had, we were also worried about, about legal stuff. And then the family of the man who wrote thank you for being a friend they direct messaged me on twitter and were like we love you oh, see, see yeah. my story like sidebar was like disney touchstone who did the golden girls didn't come after me but joe francis from jail sent me a cease and desist saying like don't i'm like you're like the like worst motherfucker ever anyway yeah. so i i decided joe francis really was uh, just for like, just for purposes joe francis was the guy who did the girls um, gone wild, girls gone wild right, so he wanted to come stuff, after me yeah. from jail being like the worst person ever anyway so i decided he's dead I, now right no he's, he's, oh, he's just, not dead he's, he's just not relevant, but he's not okay. dead. Yeah. So yeah, he's. I mean, he's socially dead. Exactly. So anyway, so I cu- I curated this fabulous show and uh, helped start the World of Wonder Gallery. If you guys know World of Wonder, they do yeah. shows like Drag Race. So, um, you know, did the show there? Had forty erotic. That's depictions. where we met. That's where we met. Yeah. yeah. Forty erotic depictions of the Golden Girls. Everything from like Golden Shower Girls, like anything you can imagine. I was like, I just saw my artists do their thing, and it was crazy. Like, I think deep. there's a on my Facebook profile from like, or maybe even MySpace from years ago. There's this whole photo gallery I have of like me with all the. Nudes. Oh yeah, there, yeah. there's so many. Yeah. So um, so yeah, it was crazy. Like TMZ wrote about it. I was yeah. an NPR, National Enquirer, CNN, and was retarded. Like I was everywhere. National Enquirer, you've made it. Yeah, yeah. No, that was the best. And the Enquirer. It's like a, it's with me in this painting, and it's all like girl causes a firestorm with the gold. Anyway, so it was hair it was like great. fire, <laughs> yeah. Hunger Games. I was I, I was into it. So yeah, so I, I did Wind. that. Wind. Yeah. Oh thank, oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, so that was the beginning of uh, a really wonderful journey with erotic depictions of wow. the Golden Girls. And, now tell and us now, about this memorabilia. So just to describe, oh. uh, let's let's. I'm going to describe this before you tell us oh, the yeah, history sure. of it. It's a it's a tissue box that looks very elegantly mm. Um, mm. decorated with nice floral top. Go ahead and lift that off, Carrie, so people yeah, can see the okay. top of it. Uh, and it, it's standing on sort of a pedestal, saying, "Please, these tissues are important. They must be elevated." <laughs> What is, what is this tissue box, Lenora? Okay, you guys, are you ready? I have Blanche's tissue box that was next to her bed. Yeah. So it got a lot of yeah. use, right? Okay. Yeah, I know. Wow, right? Yeah, and like, wow. I, I actually, I have it on the side of my bed as if my, the erotic experience with me isn't weird enough. Wow. You like, you get that, you get this. So like, it's after like, you have sex with a man, you can be like, here, 
Here's pretty, a tissue. Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Well, like, if you're signing up for it, you're signing up for it. Clean yourself up. Yeah, exactly. Do your, do your thing. The men of Blanche's boudoir. Yes. Um, <laughs> and where did you and where did you get this uh, precious? Um, a friend box? got it for me from a prop house. Like it lists the whole the whole thing, and actually mm. came with like a certification thing. Wow. It's legit. So it's fun real. fact about wow. um, Brew McClanahan: of all the actresses on the show, she kept her nightgowns. She kept wow. all of her nightgowns from the from the series. So when she passed away, she had a closet full of nightgowns from from the series. Yeah, and she would have estate sales, right? Yeah, she had an estate sale. She also had, right before she passed away, so I, uh, it was like, I think I was still in New York at the time, and she would go around New York telling the story of um, the the time that at B. Arthur's show, she had a private moment with a drunk B. Arthur, and and B. Arthur was like, come, I gotta tell you something secret, and she would set up the story being like, now guys, don't tell anyone about this. This is just between us. Of course, she would say it at every single show she did. She'd be like, this is just between us. So Dorothy, or B. Arthur, leans into me and says, Betty's a cunt. <laughs> and everyone laughs, and it's a cute story, and then it, it, you find out later that she just told everybody that story, and all of them were in it, and Betty White loved it, and Dorothy loved I mean, it was so, <laughs> like, it's just like, of course they loved it. Of course they did, because Dor- uh, Betty White and B. Arthur didn't necessarily have the best of relations, um, and, but they were very professional, and mm-hmm. they, you know, they were perfect together. Did I tell you my weird story with Rue? I actually had a really weird... Yes. Yeah, I'll just tell them for the real quick. Yeah. So um, before my show blew up, I was like, oh, I'm going to get some press in this magazine called Bizarre, this British magazine. Um, Rue was doing a signing at a different light bookstore. And so I went down there with the painting and like went up to her handler. And I was like, oh, can I maybe get a photo with a portrait and with Rue? And he like went over to her and like, shh, they talked. He comes back and is like, that's something that Blanche would do, not Rue would do. I was like, okay, fair enough, whatever. So I'm walking with it to go put it back into the car. And some guy sees it and is just like, oh, my God. And then everyone just starts like, you know, fan, like crazy panic over me holding the, the painting. And I look over and everyone's walking over to me and has walked away from her signing table. Oh. And she's just, she, like, she just hated like, She dad, hated like, you. Hated me. It was even in, I think, Defamer did a story about it. Oh, They're wow. like, what the hell? Yeah. Tell um, us about the um, nudists that oh, you encountered. <laughs> That's yeah. Me. yeah. Okay, so I've, I've gotten to meet wonderful people from doing this show over the years. And um, the World Erotic Museum in Miami was actually run by, like, a real-life Golden Girls. So yeah. It's Naomi. She was, like, in her 70s and... She recently passed away, but she invited me to come do the show. So I had all new art created, like 40 more pieces brought out to Miami. And um, the, the, I felt a little story. So I get to the airport, and this sort of just nutty character drives up in a car that was like riddled with bullet holes. Yeah. He lives here in LA now, so you can. I'm not making the story. People, I'd marry him. People can meet David tomorrow. But what happened was, like, I guess Miami's like a little shady, and his car had been stolen and used in a bank shootout, and like, oh. and he had gotten it from impound. And so I get in the car, and I feel something in my ankle, and it was a bloody fifty dollar bill. So I'm like, all right, like finders keepers, whatever. So anyway, so like, what are you gonna do? So then he's like, well. There's there's some people that like want to meet you. I yeah. was like, oh, okay, great. Like like feeling like maybe this is like my version of like the Beatles moment. Like people oh, yeah. waiting for me at the airport. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's kind of so. Long story short, it was a group of senior swingers who had come from the nudist colony to meet me because they were so excited like about the show. Like on that episode of The Golden yeah. Girls <laughs> so, when they went to the nudist colony. Yes. Yeah. So so they were they were all there, um, you know, locks and bagels, because you know, my family were New York Jews, so very yeah. much like my Bubbies and Zetas, but here they are, and yeah. they're nude, and they're stoked about the show. So nude Jews, like that's a sight. Right? It's so good. That's a very yeah. hairy sight. It's good. Just floss yeah. your teeth with that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, um, yeah. 
That was a good one. You were thinking it. Uh, th- you know, Lenora, you're the best. Guys, you should follow Lenora Care online and on Twitter and check out this. Just Google this. Golden yeah. Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, Amazing. if anybody ever wants any Golden Girls nude art commissioned, I still work with all the artists. Yeah, so, like, so you, can, you can yeah. get this. Yeah, so talk to you her after the show well, about not, that. Not that one, but not something, this one. something, something new like and this. extra special. Like you can't have you this. Yeah. Sorry. No. Thank you cool. so much, Lenora. Lenora Claire, everybody. Got it? Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. We have reached the end of the show. Um, we have one more amazing performer coming I am out. incredibly excited about As her who's going to come out next because uh, this is a guest that we had on the podcast who... Uh, it's clearing the stage. Writes original songs about the Golden Girls. Yeah. And they're amazing. And tonight, are we sort of getting like a mashup of a few it's of a them? It's a bit of a mashup. That... It's a bit of a mashup. And it yeah. is the most meta, amazing, just, I love he's, it. He's the best. Before the we best. do bring him out, though, there's a couple of, you know, small business items that we do want to tell you about. You guys should go, if you, if you, aren't, fan, if you aren't listening to the podcast, please do. It's called Out on the Lanai. Mm-hmm. You can go to outonthelanai.com. That's L-A-N-A-I. That yes. It is not or anal, like somebody anal. changed it uh, I actually, on the sign out there earlier. Outside, they were like, oh, let's change it back to Lanai. And I was like, no, keep the anal. It just said 9 p.m. out on anal. <laughs> As if we were saying, like, the charges were dropped. I'm out on That's anal. That's my new OK Very... Cupid profile. 9 p.m. out on anal. Out on anal. <laughs> so I just hope some of you wandered in thinking, like, I'll see what this is. <laughs> they're out on anal. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, if any of if just talk to us after the show if you're disappointed with what's happened up on this stage tonight because you were led to believe it would be something different. Yeah. No anal. No anal tonight. Um, and yeah, and like we said before, you know, go to analanai.com to donate slash donate um, and support us and let us know what you're thinking of the podcast. Yeah. And we also guys... have a Facebook page, yes. outonalanai.com slash Golden Girls Podcast. Yeah, and I have an OkCupid okay profile, like I just mentioned. You can just look at me. It's H. Allen Scott on OkCupid okay and Grinder, Scruff, um, Tinder, Farmersonly.com. Farmer, far, yes, I tried Christian Mingle, but they make you choose a woman. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so you can look at me for all those, but I'm H. Allen Scott on all those. And where could they follow you? CarrieDoherty.com. Yeah, amazing. Guys, so are you ready for your final performer? I'm so tingly. I'm so tingly. I can't tell you enough about this man because he's a very good friend of mine. I have touched so many penises because of him. Um, You'll you'll understand because he hosts a party at FUBAR on Saturday night. It's called Saturday Night Slut, which is a lot of fun. You can go and you can touch a dick. But... um, for a dollar, it's amazing. But not really. You can either dancing and you give them a dollar and you can maybe be like, woo. Um, <laughs> but b- beyond all of that, he's an amazing artist. He hosts a show called Hey Queen, and he, he, which is a great show. And he also was on the Big Gay Sketch Show. He's just the best guy ever. Guys, put your hands together for Johnny, Johnny McGovern, McGovern, the gay pimp. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Girls, 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 girls. My, yes, my name is Johnny McGovern. Thank you for that introduction about penises right before I do a nice song about the gals. Um, but yes, you can come touch penises. And I do host a show called Hong Kong, um, which you can see on Hey Queen TV. We talk to all sorts of gay shit. It's like a gay talk show, but with, instead of Ed McMahon, it's a big black drag queen named Miss Lady Red Couture. 
Uh, I love I love the girls. I've been watching the Lagola girls from such a small age. My room when I was when I was a kid was like a picture of the cast of Two Two Seven and a picture of the of the Pointer Sisters. And then a large, very large autographed poster, autographed by me, personally to me, <laughs> from the gals. Like, can't wait to see in Hollywood. Love B, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was obsessed with the Golden Girls. I didn't actually, I grew up living overseas, so my grandmother would videotape the Golden Girls for me and send them every six months in a huge box. So I would just literally watch them over and over and over again. I mean, and I thought I was the only little gay child that liked the Golden Girls. But I grew up, of course, to realize that every gay man and beyond loved the Golden Girls. I mean, so much that if you look at the gay gene under a microscope, it's just it's four little jeans eating cheesecake. <laughs> look at them. They're having fun. They feel better now. So it's given me like a golden perspective on life, you know what I mean? So I wrote this, I wrote an EP called Songs About the Golden Girls. And they're pop songs infused with the love and the life of the gals. And doing these songs for people who don't know about Golden Girls is kind of a drag, but for people who love Golden Girls, I have put so many motherfucking little golden girl Easter eggs in this shit that I'm dying to perform them for you tonight. This is a mega mix of uh, the whole album. It's a three-song album, so if you didn't get a song, but you get the cameo in the songs. Um, <laughs> and yo, let's just fucking hit it. Hit it, baby. Mm -hmm. Damn, boy. The way you got me acting, it's crazy. I, it's hard for me to explain it. So I'm just gonna have to sing it to you. The best way I know how. Ain't got no roommates. Don't like no cheesecake. Don't wear no pantsuits with sequins and shoulder pads. I'm not a granny that don't wear panties. But when I'm with you, I feel like I never have Boy, you make me wanna get it on Or do a charity dance-a-thon So frisky, boy, I wanna spank ya While we're drinking at the Rusty Anchor Let me sit on my line do it all night One many, many, many times Got me feeling like Blanche Devereaux Got me acting like a real big hoe Got me feeling like Blanche Devereaux Whoa, whoa, whoa You got me feeling like Blanche Devereaux Got me acting like a real big hoe Got me feeling like Blanche Devereaux Whoa, 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 whoa Thank you for being such a hot Young man, travel down your pants and back again. You wrap around me like a satin captain. How you do it, I don't understand. Most folks say I'm more like Dorothy. Sometimes I act stupid just like Rose. But ooh boy, every time I see you. 
I ain't acting sassy like Sophia. Come and shed on my lanai. We can do it all night. One many, many, many times. Got me feeling like Blanche Devereaux. Got me acting like a real big hoe. Got me feeling like Blanche Devereaux. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got me feeling like Blanche Devereaux. Got me acting like a real big hoe. Got me feeling like Blanche Devereaux. Whoa, 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 whoa. Maestro, give me something with a little octane. When you're at home with nothing to wear, got a big day black tie affair, having a fashion emergency, take your inspiration from Dorothy Z and rock his bone Your motherfucking bone Them bitches better step back. Cause you are serving bone now first you get a long shirt Then you get a long vest Then you get a long skirt Don't forget the cow neck Watch it with a slouchy boot And give them lots of attitude Carrying your hobo bag Your Dorothy look will make them gag Your rocket bone Motherfucking bone them bitches better step back Cause you are serving Bonac, Bonac Motherfuckers Bonac You are serving Bonac The categories is Bonac realness If you got a jacket it's double breasted Cooking in the kitchen your apron vested Sequin pants who that's the answer Looking like the mother of a solid gold dancer Sweater with a bow tie Them other bitches be shy They're staring at your culottes You just be looking too hot So if you're partying with Mr. Burt Reynolds All your roommates are driving you mental Make your voice real deep and make your stature tall And like turkey lurking, the sky might fall on your bone Your motherfucking bone Them bitches better step back Cause you are serving bone that. If you ain't down with Spornak, I'm sending you the Shady Pines, yeah. If you ain't down with Spornak, I'm sending you the Shady Pines, yeah. If you ain't down with Spornak, I'm sending you the Shady Pines, yeah. If you ain't down with Spornak, I'm sending you the Shady Pines, yeah. Herring 
circus that got shut down and the time that you lost out on being but a queen take me to St. Olaf right next to St. Gustav we'll get there by tobacco Take me to St. Olaf, we'll frolic in the snow. Take me to St. Olaf, is where I want to go. Oh, Rose, you and me can go out behind the barn with Ollie Newton Sprinkle and play a spirited game of Guggenspritzer. Then we'll run away and we'll do a sock puppet retelling of Tunda the Tiger. Oh, Rose, can you just imagine a perfect day in St. Olaf? Else here the rooster crows will meet up with Big Sven and Little Sven. Eat some eggs, go fluffling, and pigs in us fling blotting. See the Christmas care with an all chicken cast. Play oogle and flugel till the last person passed. Visit Brunhilde, your favorite pig, and we'll celebrate. Hey day, that's a day where you celebrate. Hey, take me to St. Olaf, to St. Olaf, right next to St. Gustav. I'm talking about St. Gustav's gold. We'll climb out St. Olaf, it's where I want to go. You know, Rose, I know some people, they don't understand how I feel. But to those people, I tell them, go blow out your tube and burbles. It's like Rose says, go fleck the flaffin', fleffa fliffin', for fleck the flingin', flaffin'. Thank you. Johnny McGovern, everybody. Keep it going. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh my, my God, gosh. you guys. Johnny McGovern. Just pop Can songs about even? the gals. Right? Just some songs about the gals. So wow. great. Johnny. Please buy them on iTunes. Yeah, you this can buy them on iTunes. For purchase. And you can also go to Gay Pimp on Twitter and yes. follow you on Twitter. Sure. And on Saturday nights, go to Foo Bar. Sure, if you want to touch dick. Touch a dick on Saturday or night. Or you talk to drag queens. You want to touch a dick. Queen. There's a lot a of stuff. Yeah, there's so many things I'm you can do. I'm multifaceted, but just like the gals, I do love dick. Yes. Oh, we love you, Johnny. Hey, Lenora, can we get Lenora back out here? Yeah, Girls, let's welcome you, Lenora Claire back out on stage. Did you guys have stage. a good time? Yes. So Yay. we want to thank Elliot Glazer. He yes, had to leave, but a round of applause Elliot for Elliot Glazer. So follow him on Twitter. Thank Lenora Claire. Yes. Mr. Johnny McGovern. Yes. Mr. H. Allen Scott. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And Miss Carrie Doherty. Yay. 
And also, a very, very, very special thanks to all the interns that helped you guys get in here tonight. Give them a round of applause. Yes. Because they're fantastic. To Mr. Brad Gage for managing us tonight. Thank you. Lovely Zach for doing all our yes. techie stuff. God, that man, if he weren't straight, let me tell you. And my very dear, awesome friend, Mitch Bishop, who's been recording this. Po- so when you guys listen to your applause on the podcast, you should be thanking Mitch Bishop and following yes. him on Give it Twitter because he's just the swellest guy yes. ever. And guys, thank and you so thank much. Thank you so- all so much for coming to the, the show. At the end of every podcast, we take a picture with our guests. And since you guys are kind of our You're guests, kind of our guests we're going to ask you to stand up. Lenore and Johnny, if you could sit right there. And if you guys could all kind of stand up, you guys stay seating because this row stays seating, but everyone else stand up. We're going to take a selfie with all of our guests. Take a selfie with all of our guests. Okay, are we ready? Are we ready? Get your hand up high. Yeah, let me, let me just get my thing. Do you, should I get on the other side of you? Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay, guys, are you ready? I hope you're all going to be... We're going to take two. One, two... Three, three. Oh my God, this is so- awesome. Wait, wait, Lenora's not in it. I saw her red hair is not in it. Okay, are we ready? One, two, three. Oh my God, oh my God. Okay, guys. Thank you guys so, so much for coming Thank out you. tonight. Go to outonthelanai.com for more and thanks so much. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and thank you to Meltdown Comics and the Nerdist Show.